0: Warning. The Intercontinental Committee on Podcasting warns that listening to the Get the Fluff Out podcast may induce euphoric feelings of nostalgia, which may lead to complete and total gratitude. The show starts in three, two, one, go.
1: They get the fluff. Ow, 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 ow
0: welcome to get the fluff out I'm Hollywood along with your co-host dirty Jim and thanks for joining us on our rockin journey through the decades in our quest for the musical Holy Grail creating the ultimate Gen X rockin mixtape playlist on each episode, we'll choose which songs from an album review that will make the cut to appear on the playlist. It's time to experience the soundtrack of our lives. Yes indeedy, we have 101 countries and territories around the world listening to the Get the Fluff Out podcast. Maybe I should do that intro again. Yes indeedy do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, dude. Okay, I'm
2: just actually going to keep yeah, it in Well, now. you got to keep it in. That was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, to. I, I'm
2: like, yes, indeedy. Did <laughs> you... It's like you just—you know what it was. I... It's like you just ran into a hot chick and didn't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, it was because of that—that that one episode we did. I—I
0: I, I became stupefied by 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 uh, what yeah, to say. Yeah,
2: blame disturbed for your word choice. I'm uh,
0: blaming disturbed yeah. on my intro.
2: Yes, indeedy, <laughs> we're here again, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so stupid. All right. Anyway,
0: guys, this is the show where we listen to all the songs. So you don't have to. So you don't have to. That's right.
2: Yes, indeedy.
0: Oh, man. So, guys, just so you know, uh, with the Get the Fluff Out podcast, whenever we release episodes on our social media channels, they're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We ask, go ahead, share that information on your feed. That way other people can check out the podcast. Hopefully they'll enjoy it as well. Uh, we have, we're have we ready in. We're coming to the end of season three. Yeah, we're pretty important. Pretty
2: quickly here. We're pretty important.
0: Yeah. Uh, pretty important with 101 countries listening to uh, this podcast. Dude. And we're making a little cash dinero. Very little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that's for sure. It's probably just change. But anyway, it's, it's like the change, that's for sure. Are you going to like send me like 35 cents
2: in an envelope?
0: No, I'm actually going to write you a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put a stamp on it. It's going to cost more to send you the check for what our royalties It'll are. It'll cost me
2: more to drive to the bank to cash the check than the check is worth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, guys, uh, it's we just like to have fun on this podcast. It's just kind of a a silly thing that we like to do. We, we don't keep this show uh, hyper serious and super serious. You know, there's some other podcasts out there. I'm not going to name them who they are, but yeah, there's some some good podcasts that talk about music and Gen X music and rock and metal and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes. Dude, it just gets
2: too serious. It's like so dark and just like, ugh. Yeah, you know what, Hollywood? If you hate Disturbed, I don't care. And you shouldn't care that I really don't like Slipknot. <laughs> hey, that's Slipknot to you. That's true. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so anyway, as you guys can tell, we just like to you know be stupid and have fun here. Keep it light. But anyway, um, what we're going to do today is... Is we're gonna do well. Actually, before I get into that, just kind of want to let you guys know, all the songs that we do choose for our episodes, they end up on this playlist. It's called the Ultimate Gen X Rocket Mixtape Playlist. And so we really want you guys to go ahead and check that out because if you guys are tired of the radio, <sighs> just hearing the same old stuff over and over again, whether it's uh you know traditional radio or even stuff on Sirius XM. I mean, I loved it when when it first came out, but Dude, it turned into like regular traditional radio by playing the same songs over and over yeah. again. It's like, come on, Judas Judas Priest has more than four songs to play. You know, there's so many great deep cuts, and then so many other albums. You know, whatever it is from, uh, you know, the Stones or the Pink Floyd to whatever Def Leppard or Ozzy. Dude, there's there's so many great songs from some of those bands that are never ever played. And here on our podcast, we choose a lot of deep cuts. And it's there's some awesome songs that are on that list. There's over 561 songs right now on that playlist. 40 hours and nine minutes of music on the Ultimate Gen X Rock and Mixtape playlist. How about that, Dirty Jay? I got to
2: tell you, it's going to be a little more after this episode and the last one.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that's for sure. We're going to be hitting the 570s and 80s. Mark. That's right. <laughs> Again, closing in on 600. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I wanted to mention that uh, there was an episode that we did a, a few episodes ago uh, from uh, featuring Queensryche. And it was Queensryche Operation Mind Crime. And when we posted that, we had a ton of comments about the album, about the show, a lot of people engaging uh, with uh, some content on our Facebook group as well as on Twitter, and uh, we thank you guys for that. In fact, uh, there was one uh, comment from Keith Garlitz, and he said, uh, appreciate the shout-out, good episode, two separate cassettes worn out. And then he put a laughing emoji. <laughs> I think he was talking about how how he uh, he wore out two cassettes, and you were like, "Huh? Two of the same cassette?"
2: Or <laughs> yeah, I was just it was just a joke. I was just making a joke. There, I wasn't being serious, Hollywood. Although sometimes I can be serious, and you know what I'm most serious about? What's that? I'm just kidding. Continue.
0: <laughs> You're just kidding <laughs> about being serious.
2: <laughs>
0: I love that. And then uh, metal Mike Heston, he commented. He said, you know, I love you guys. I have to admit that after listening to the podcast reviews of the first three songs, and of course, he's talking about Operation Mindcrime by Queensryche. He says, after listening to the review of the first three songs, I had to turn y'all off and go listen to the whole album. It's that freaking good. Then, of course, I went back to the podcast. And he has a laughing emoji.
2: So uh, thanks, Mike. Metal. Metal Mike. That doesn't sound familiar. Metal Mike? Oh, hold on. Mustache! Oh, see, now I get it. Now I get it. I'm like, Metal Mike, That's sounds like someone I used to know.
0: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. And then we had uh, comments, multiple comments from Shelly Gabry. And Shelly, talk about... A massive, massive Queensryche fan. She loves Queensryche. And, you know, she loves specific members uh, of the band as well. But uh, she had a couple couple comments here where she said, uh, quote, we had release parties when this album came out. We'd always answer the phone. Mind crime. Okay, right. I'm going to stop right there. Now you got some metal nerds here. You got some some nerds and geeks. If they're answering the phone, mind crime, because they're such a fan of it. Okay, in a good way, Shelly, I'm calling you a metal nerd or a metal geek. So, <laughs> so uh, here we go. She says, uh, quote, great, great memories of this vinyl and tour. My boyfriend at the time and I met the band at Tower Records in Chicago. We followed this tour for shows we made sheet tapestries from the artwork had them signed and hung them over the railings wow that's cool to be able to meet the band and actually they actually kind of did what, what some people do for uh the dead for for grateful yeah. dead they actually followed them and went to like multiple shows that's that's pretty wild i don't even
2: know what i would say like if i if I went to like a meet and greet. Like, what's the first thing? I, hey, you guys are great. You know, they don't want to hear that. Do I walk up to it here's, here's what's <laughs> going to come out. I'm going to walk up to them and they're going to be like, hey, how's it going today? Pretty good day out there, huh? And I'm going to go, yes, indeedy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> And then some interview down the road, they're gonna be like, what's like the weirdest thing that was said to you during a meet and
2: greet? Oh Yeah, some guy said yes indeed, yo, <laughs> Yes indeedly do <laughs> So
0: and and this comment that she mentioned that uh Shelly mentioned, this was the one, this next one, the last one here. Oh, This was a very cool one, and and I I totally agree with uh, how she feels. She said, Growing up in a small town in Mississippi, bands only had a couple places to stay. Queensryche was scheduled at the Coast Coliseum one night, and a tropical storm rolled in and the show was canceled. We drove around looking for where the bands were staying. The next day, my brother tells us he met this dude named Jeff from a band at the Holiday Inn bar. Wow. We were so pissed. My brother didn't even know who he was. He sat and drank with him for over an hour.
2: Wow, what an experience. <laughs> I mean, I. See, he liked him. Why does the rest of the band not like him?
0: Wow. It was so funny that he didn't even know who he was sitting with and talking to. Yeah. And uh that's uh, it's crazy, but what an what a awesome experience. Thank you Shelly, for sharing uh, your experiences there on the Get the fluff out podcast uh, Facebook group uh, page. Guys, go ahead, you can go to Facebook as well. Just type in uh, get the fluff out podcast. you can search for us and when you get there, go ahead and, and uh, uh, click uh, like on the page and you can start commenting, put you know put up uh, 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 videos from bands, pictures, all that kind of stuff. So uh, please go ahead and do that, and uh, we'll respond back to you as well. Dirty Jim, anything else for you to say before we get into explain what this
2: episode is about? I have absolutely nothing else to say.
0: Okay, good, because (laughs) I'm going to actually, I'm going to have you say a lot of stuff here because today on the GTFO pod, we're introducing a new series of episodes that we're calling The Rockin' Rabbit Hole. Let's
1: go down the rabbit hole. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Find some rock and roll.
0: Now, I'm going to turn this now over to Dirty Jim. He's basically going to explain what the rock and rabbit hole is. And then Dirty Jim, can you just go right into the what we're going to call the foundational band? So just kind of explain it and then name your foundational band and then we'll dig
2: in. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. You know, like I always say, if you're gonna to listen to this podcast, best to listen to it on Spotify, because when you listen to it on Spotify, you're gonna hear music along with our podcast. Every other format, every other podcast format that you listen to, you are not going to hear music with the podcast, so it might sound a little weird when we introduce a song and then introduce it again without any music in between. So I recommend listening to it on uh, Spotify. It's absolutely free unless you want to get a membership. But you at least hear a thirty-second clip if you use the free version, which I kind of like because you get a little hint of what you're hearing. Even if you don't, you know, if you know the song, maybe it jogs your memory. If you don't know the song, it might be like, you know what? I like that song. I want to go listen to it. But that's enough of that. Let me tell you a little bit about this episode. So we're calling it the Rock and Rabbit Hole. And what we're going to kind of do is we're going to go down a rabbit hole. We're going to start with a band, one that we're not really all that familiar with, and we're going to listen to a song. We're going to we're gonna check out their top five hits, and we're going to probably pick most likely the number one, maybe sometimes the number two, sometimes the number three hit, and we're going to play that song. Me and Holly, we're going to listen to it. We're going to give our comments about it. We're not going to have notes like we do in all these other episodes. We're just going to talk off the cuff. And then from that, we're going to go down another rabbit hole. We're going to see the bands that Spotify suggests that go along with that first band. And we're going to pick another band. We're going to go to them and do the same thing. We're going to look at their top five hits. And we're going to keep doing that for probably about an hour worth of time. You know, just enough to fill an episode. And we're going to comment on the song. Some songs we're going to keep. We're going to add them to the playlist. Other songs we're going to toss them like we've done to so many before. But, you know, with this <laughs> rabbit hole, you don't know where we're going to go. We don't know where we're going to go. And just like exactly. when, yeah, when you go down a rabbit hole, I don't know what's in a rabbit hole. Like, you come up one end, you come out, and maybe you're standing there. And all of a sudden, everything's very vibrant and colorful. You probably want to get out of that rabbit hole, especially if you see a young lady named Alice. You want to get back in that rabbit hole and you want to go somewhere else. But so we don't know where this rabbit hole's going. Sometimes we might have to back out of the rabbit hole because we've gone too deep. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. But that's kind of what the rabbit hole is. When we are do some of the episodes will be kind of the lipstick and leather approach, which is all kind of our 80s spandex rock, heavy metal, you know, the hair bands. And the other rabbit hole will be ones of everyone else that we don't cover, you know, like the 80s hair bands. It'll be pretty much everyone else from the 60s to the right now. So did I explain it good enough, Hollywood? Yeah, that was a good
0: explanation. I think right now, so if you guys are, if you're actually in front of a computer or if you're right there, uh, you have your uh, cell phone with you, we're actually going to Spotify right now, both Dirty Jim and I, and we're, we're logged in and we're at the home button, and then you can click on search, and then in the search field it says, what do you want to listen to? So now, this is what's exciting about this particular episode and what we're going to be doing uh, on a lot of different episodes. We're just going to choose a band. And it's like, like if you want to discover new music, you're tired of hearing all the same stuff that you've heard on the radio. You want to listen to something that maybe sounds like, oh, this particular band or that particular band. And then when you type in that, that band's name, you can scroll down and we're going to go to a place where it says fans also like. So Dirty Jim, did you, what are we going to do here? What, what, because we have no notes. So what band I'm I'm turning this over to you. What band would you like to start as far as the lipstick and leather version of uh, the Rock and Rabbit Hole.
2: Well, before I went on my motorcycle ride today, I opened up my email. All right? And there in my email, I saw a something that told me about upcoming shows. Okay. And one of the upcoming shows, but it's not even in my area, but I see that one this band is coming around on tour. I don't really know much about them, but I know they're an 80s band, and the band is called Zebra. Huh, okay. Zebra's playing with um, Donnie V from Enough's Enough. Right. So they're actually going to be at the Whiskey A in uh, West Hollywood. Hey, that's right down the street from me. Yeah, Saturday,
0: June 3rd. Wow, okay. I've I've played uh, with my band there uh, several times, played the Whiskey-A-Go-Go back in the 90s.
2: And it doesn't show who they're playing with at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go. Let me see what it says. No, it's just uh, Zebra. They're playing there. Maybe you want to go down the road after we do this episode. And, you know, of course, this is June 3rd that they're playing. But I say we start this episode with the band Zebra. What do you think? All right, let's do it. So let's go to the search field
0: and we're going to type in Zebra. And when you go ahead and do that, it's going to say, obviously, top result, Zebra artist. So, Dirty Jim, let's go ahead and click on Zebra. And are you there Ready? You're in Spotify. You're in Zebra's uh, page. Hey, you're telling me where to go. I'm clicking this stuff. I am there already, Hollywood. Okay. So, do you want to listen to some Zebra? Or do we just go straight to the rabbit hole and go down to where it says, fans also like, and click there?
2: No, we definitely want to listen to Zebra. We're going to listen to probably the first song, which has... Uh, almost 4 million uh, hits. Uh, And then from there, we'll go down the rabbit hole a little further, or maybe, you know, maybe we'll come back into the light. We don't know what's going on here, but I say we do that one, because I look at the rest of them, they don't really have a lot of hits. I don't really know Zebra. Do you know anything about Zebra?
0: Yeah, Zebra is actually just kind of one of those, for lack of a better term, it's a a one-hit wonder for for you Zebra fans out there. I'm sorry to even say that, but honestly... This is their major, major hit, and the first song that we're gonna listen to, and then we're gonna comment on after both Dirty Jim and I listen to it, uh,
2: is a song called "Tell Me What You Want." All right, Hollywood, here we are. What would you call this? Our uh, what's what's like the first? What what is it? What's another word for the first? Our. Our, our virgin entry into <laughs> <There you go. laughs> the into the rock and rabbit hole our first song tell me what you want by Isn't zebra Is that appropriate? <laughs> yes, definitely because you know all week long I mean we've been we haven't recorded in like 3 weeks but for like 3 weeks I'm saying how is this rock and rabbit hole going to go and I got to tell you I kind of like how it started out but with this uh, uh tell me what you want by zebra When it first started, it kind of sounded a little like Alan Parsons' project. Mm -hmm. Only the very beginning. Right. And, you know, I thought the chorus, because they used the chorus very early on, I thought it was a little lame, especially at the beginning of this song. I thought the verses were kind of cool. I really did like the verses. Uh, The musical break, you know, the solo, I thought that was very cool also. Right. And then after that musical break, the uh, the solo, I thought the song got better. Everything about the song got better. I actually liked the song. And if I had to, to label it like we always do, I would call it grade B uh, prime.
0: All right. So uh, for me, what I thought, just to kind of give a little background uh, on the band as well. Uh, now, this particular band, they formed actually Back in the uh, mid-70s, they were formed back in 1975 in New Orleans, Louisiana. And this was by the, the lead guitar uh, player, uh, Randy Jackson, and vocals. So that's who you're hearing there as uh, as far as the singer is. Then you have uh, Felix Hanneman on bass, keyboards, and vocals, and Guy Kel- uh, Gelso on drums and vocals. And these guys were uh, were playing there in the Louisiana area, and then they transferred up to the Long Island area. And I remember hearing about uh, Zebra on a uh, documentary on Twisted Sister. And Dee Snider was talking about this one band that was this amazing band called Zebra. And they didn't have a record deal just like Twisted Sister. And so they they, they had like a kinship with each other because here they are... They were bringing in audiences. People were like coming to the, you know, uh, to uh, to their shows, packing up these clubs, and yet both bands could not get a record deal until finally, Twisted Sister got their record deal first, and then Zebra got their record deal as well with uh, Atlantic Records. So uh, their first album is this album uh, is the song com- coming off of this album. It's from their self-titled debut, just called Zebra, and. Not only is it the lead track, it's the lead single. It's actually their most successful song in the history of the band. And listening- well,
2: that's obvious because you see that it almost has four million hits, and the next one down has not even two hundred thousand.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and the thing is, when you hear the song, just talk about the song a little bit. It's I dig it. I, I for you say saying that it had a little bit of Alan Parsons at the very beginning. I thought that's pretty yeah. pretty spot on. And I, I actually like the intro. I, I like the song as a whole. And I like his singing style during the verses. Once he gets into the chorus, he's kind of going to this high-pitched nasal. It's very nasally. Now, I don't mind it, uh, but the the chorus is really cool because I hear the music and that music behind the chorus you know the tell me what you want dan 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 dan, dan, dan 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 it's just there's something about that riff it's mesmerizing i totally dig the music in this and i agree with you once it gets to the solo and afterwards now the solos it's not a shredding type of a solo it's kind of it's a right. very melodic kind of a guitar solo it's really good uh, but after, it just seems like the song, it ended strongly. It just, you wanted to hear more at the end. And for me, I think it deserves to make it to the Ultimate Gen X Rock and Tape playlist. I dig the song. And uh, as far as all their other songs, I don't know. I- I'm looking at the list just like you were looking at the list. I think everybody else was just checking out those songs. Like, okay, let me hit this song. Let me check this song out. <laughs> and then that's why the numbers are so low.
2: <laughs> yeah. I say, you know, like sometimes with this, uh, rock and rabbit hole, we may say, let's listen to song number two from this band because, and I really did like that song a lot, but I don't think I want to go to song number two.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know what, as I'm looking through the rest of the list, because you can uh, expand it from five to 10 songs and right. I'm looking at all the rest of the songs. I, you know what? Here's the thing. They don't have their uh their music catalog on Spotify. It's all right. these like live versions, demo versions, workshop versions. Uh this song, this one song is on a compilation album called Metal Matters. That's it. We you can't even listen to the actual album. So, I say it's time to go
2: down the rabbit hole. Let's go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> All right, here we are, Fans Also Like. Now we know the band Triumph. Oh, oh
0: hold on a second. It's, it's kind of dark down here. What, what's, what's that, echo, echo, come echo. In,
2: <laughs> come into the light, Hollywood, come oh, into the light. Let me walk over to you, where are you? Uh, hold on, <laughs> oh, there you are, Dirty Jim. Oh. I've already got my pick. I already know who I want to go to, but I want you to tell me who you want to go to.
0: Okay, so as we're scrolling down, there's a section on Spotify called Fans Also Like. So we're clicking on that, and it expands and it opens up this whole page of like about 20 different bands.
2: Let's, let's just pick one. Who, who would you like to choose out of all these bands?
0: All right, Dirty Jim. So out of these bands from the Fans Also Like list, I think going down the rabbit hole maybe we should check out a little bit of Vandenberg. I know, I have just, Adrian Vandenberg, he was the guitar player who ended up in Whitesnake. That's right. where most people know him from when he joined the, the touring band for 1987 Whitesnake. But he had a solo band before then. So I know a little bit of his solo music. So, uh, but I don't know all of it. I'm going to say for me, I'm going to choose Vandenberg. What 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 are you thinking?
2: I actually don't mind that. I did have the first album. If I don't know how many Vandenberg has album wise, but yeah, neither do I. I did have the first I did have the first uh album from that band, so I don't mind clicking on Vandenberg because I really can't even think I think I could think of one song. Well, dude, let's do it.
0: Let's well, let's, All right, click, let's on Vandenberg. click on Vandenberg. All right, guys, GTFO podcast. We're clicking on Vandenberg. <laughs>
2: Here we go. Let's see what it says. All right. I got got the top five songs here. There's Adrian Vandenberg. (laughs) Number one song here has uh, a little over 5 million hits. Number two has about 1.5 million hits. So I say we go right for song number one, which is probably a ballad. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Let's go ahead, guys. We're going to be clicking on and
0: listening now to Burning Heart. Alright, so that was Burning Heart. Now, both Dirty Jim and I uh, heard this, I don't want to say for the first time. It's been a long time since I heard that song because it was familiar to me. Um, I don't know about, Dirty Jim's going to talk about it in just a second here, but I heard that, d- that opening arpeggiated guitars you know, with the reverb and the echo in the the very beginning, very reminiscent of the time. It actually dates the track back to the early 80s. The song actually came out in 1982 on their debut album, um, which was... It was just a, it's a self-titled Vandenberg album in 1982. And this was their, quote-unquote, power ballad, obviously, as you heard it if you listened to it on Spotify along with us. And uh, this song... It's, you know, I like it. I thought it was a really cool song. Uh, It was nothing special to me. It wasn't like, you know, a a great song as far as, you know, something that you would hear like with Queensryche, you know, some of their their power ballads or even some other other bands' power ballads. If you want to talk about bands like Bon Jovi or uh, Cinderella, it wasn't even in that category. But for me, I thought it was strong enough that I kind of uh, liked it. But I know Vandenberg is uh, a really great guitar player. When I listen to the solo, uh, you could obviously tell this guy has the chops to uh, to be a, a great guitar player, and, and he is. So And it was a great melodic solo that I heard there. Uh, as far as making the playlist, it's something that Dirty Jim are gonna and I are going to discuss here on the air. I want to hear what he has to say about it. But either way, if it ends up on the playlist or if it doesn't, I'm kind of just okay with that. If I were going to label it, I would just call this a deep cut, you know, maybe a grade B a deep cut, if anything. Dirty Jim, what
2: did you think? I think it it's funny because I was gonna say the same thing to you that, you know, if it's on the playlist, I'm okay with it. If you don't want it on the playlist, I'm okay with it. <laughs> but I think that, you know, listening to this song, obviously the chorus is the moneymaker for this song. Right and after hearing this song. There is no question in your mind what the name of the song is, because they say it a lot. Right, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, and, and the chorus is really good. This is an 80s ballad. That's exactly what it sounds like. And just like you said, it's not special. You gave it, you said like a grade B deep cut. I actually gave it a grade A deep cut which is not that far off, but I feel the same way as you. I think it deserves to be on the playlist. I think it's a pretty good song. Okay, I don't love it. I, I don't know why you would even try to compare them to anything by Queensryche. You, <laughs> you threw me off there. I almost had to quit the podcast. But, you know, when you went to Bon Jovi, that's exactly true. Bon Jovi ballads blow this away. Yeah, But it is a good song. And, and the musical break I actually did really like. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it, and I think it should be on the podcast no matter what we labeled it. Okay.
0: Now, because it was a ballad right from the very start, I want to hear a rockin' song from them. So do okay. you think we should stick with them just for at least one more song or two, just to see what what happens? Because there's one song that is like 1.6 million, and then there's other songs that have less than that. Now, right. I ha- for me, I had their second album which is uh, Heading for the Storm. And so there's a few of these songs on this list I'm familiar with that I kind of like. But do you want to go right to the second song that has 1.6 million?
2: I'm looking at it. It says Freight Train. To me, that's got to be rocking. You think it's rocking?
0: Okay, then- Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so guys, here we go. Next song is Freight Train.
2: Well, Hollywood, we were right. Obviously, Freight Train is not a ballad. When this one first started, I'm like, okay, this is not a ballad. It's yeah. rocking a little bit, right? <laughs> I I didn't love the vocals, but they weren't bad. Like the verses to me were a little weak. Uh, the chorus was pretty good. I liked the chorus. I thought the solo was great. And right after the solo, again, I think this song got a little better, even though they kind of took the ACDC formula where they just kind of repeated the the chorus, you know, at the end. Mm. But it actually sounded a little like Skid Row after the solo to me. (laughs) Okay. I didn't love the song. Again, just like Burning Heart, I didn't love it. But I still think it was a good song, and I give this one also a grade A deep cut. Okay, so uh, for me, thankfully, we
0: heard a rockin' song. I mean, obviously, compared to uh, the first song that we heard from Zebra, Tell Me What You Want, and then the last one, uh, Burning Heart by um, uh, the first song we heard from Vandenberg, this song, for me, this one rocks. And I'm differing with Dirty Jim a little bit. I like the vocals. This dude, uh, I looked him up and I realized I heard his uh, voice before. And his name is Ronnie Romero. And this guy, he has an amazing voice. He actually is, uh used to sing with Rainbow. So he was a former yeah. uh, vocalist for Rainbow. And then what happened here, this actually, this song uh, came about because Adrian Vandenberg reformed his solo band in 2020 and the lineup on this uh, song that we just heard is Ronnie Romero on vocals, obviously Adrian Vandenberg on guitars, Rudy Sarzo on bass, and Brian Tishy on drums. Brian Tishy, amazing drummer, and obviously we all know Rudy Sarzo and his, uh, you know, his famous pedigree in playing all, all the classic metal bands that he's played in. But as far as this song is, I thought it was a and track. I liked it. I like his vocals, amazing solo, and one thing I I like. When I was looking him up, it reminded me that this guy, Ronnie Romero, he's in the brand-new band that is called Elegant Weapons. And I posted something about this on our GTFO podcast uh, Facebook group page. Now, Elegant Weapons, they just formed last year. And uh, they have—listen to, listened to the lineup for, for this band. So Elegant Weapons— uh, is composed of Ronnie Romero on vocals, Rex Brown of Pantera on bass, Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest on guitar, and the drummer Scott Travis from Judas Priest on, on drums. So I'm looking forward to the album. It's It looks like it's gonna be released this year, and it's gonna be produced by Andy Sneap, which is the uh, producer of the last several Judas Priest albums, so I'm looking forward to that, to that group. But getting back to this one song, to me, this one's a no brainer. I would love to have this on the Ultimate Gen X Rock and Mixtape playlist. To me, it's not a grade A prime cut, but I am calling it a grade B prime cut for Hollywood.
2: So we're pretty close there. You yeah. know, I'm I'm a little lower. I didn't think his vocals were bad. I just thought that the verses to me were not like very fulfilling. You know, like I'm right. listening, I'm like, it just seems like they should have been a little a little more punch to the verses. Right, right.
0: Okay. All right. All right, Dirty Jim. I don't know. Do we need to continue with Vandenberg, or should we just keep going down the rabbit hole and and discover some other bands?
2: Well, we took two from Vandenberg, and I I don't want to get greedy here. We'll come back maybe, maybe a couple of years from now, maybe a year from now, maybe six months, maybe a month from now we'll hit up Vandenberg again and we'll know that we already got their first two songs. Right. And maybe some of these songs will gain a little more traction from people listening after listening to our great episode. Maybe they'll go and (laughs) and all of a sudden these Vandenberg songs are going to take off and maybe song three will all of a sudden be song one by the time we come back.
0: And then Vandenberg will have to acknowledge and give thanks and kudos to the Get the Fluff Out podcast for raising their their Spotify uh, listening count.
2: Right, one hand washes the other. <laughs> Cleanly, so let's move on. Cleanliness
0: down. is next to godliness.
2: <laughs> That's right. When you wash your hands, sing Happy Birthday. All right, let's move what? on down. <laughs> That's that's what they were saying when the pandemic hit. You gotta, isn't it? Wasn't didn't you have oh, to sing "Happy Birthday" okay. when you wash your hands?
0: Because the amount of time is supposed to be like twenty seconds. Yeah. Okay. I did hear that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move down. Okay. And go to the fans also like, and I'm gonna name the first band that comes to my mind that I'd like to do. Is
0: this fans also like? Hold on. Is this fans also like for Vandenberg? Or are we going all the way back to
2: Zebra? No, friend. We're going with Vandenberg. You just come down here. We don't go back. We don't go back. Okay, so let's go to- We go forward. (laughs) We are always moving forward.
0: Okay, fans. So guys, if you're following along with us, just scroll down on the Vandenberg page on Spotify to where it says fans also like, click on it, and then Dirty Jim and I are going to go ahead and select the next band.
2: Ooh. All right. I see some so different ones. So, I got ones. a couple bands here. <laughs> I got a couple bands. You know, I see Hurricane, and probably before the end of this, we're probably going to be clicking on Hurricane. But I want to go to Black and Blue. That's, that's my choice. What do you think?
0: You know, I, I, the thing is, I know some Black and Blue, and right. I don't know all of Black and Blue, obviously. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, because I am
2: a, a musical genius. But let's see. No, of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. You have a, don't you have a doctorate in- uh, in, in musicology. Musical geniusness. Yes. G- <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: see, I like Alcatraz. Well, you know what? How about this? How about this? I'm going to choose this one. Okay. And I'm sure Alcatraz is going to be around for you on the next one. All right. So- if we click on black and blue, I guarantee you don't go down yet. But if we click on black and blue, I think when we go down to there, fans also like you're gonna find your Alcatraz, Alcatraz. You're gonna find your Alcatraz. Okay. But for this one, let's click on black and blue. All right. Oh, look at those
0: songs that I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> look at the hair. Look wow. At the ha- he looks like he almost looks like a clean D. Snyder. <laughs> Not like not like D. Snyder's dirty. I'm talking with no makeup. Right, right. He just right. looks like, yeah. Well, because if you look at the um, the other guy on the far right, he almost looks like I can't even think of his name now. Uh, from Twisted Sister, JJ French. Um, that's it. Yeah. that's it. He kind of looks a little like JJ <laughs> French. <laughs> um. Wow, right. and, that's
0: so funny. That picture that they have is, guys. If you're looking at the picture, it's a picture of them really from uh, almost 40 years ago. <laughs> That's like 1985.
2: (laughs) I'm sure they do not look anything like this anymore.
0: Oh, no way. Now, here's the thing. Looking at the picture, look at the guy on the far left. Does he look familiar to you? You know who that is? It could be A.J. Peril. I don't know. Who is it? It's Tommy Thayer. Tommy Thayer is the new guitar player. Well, not new guitar player. He's been with Kiss for the past, I don't know, 15 years or something, whatever it's been. Uh,
2: That's Tommy Thayer. Isn't he the one that sang that song that I loved? Yes. Or Make Me a Mix when we did that kiss? Yes, dude. (laughs) Wow. I hope he's singing this first song on the list here. Wow, these songs. If you're looking at these songs, there's nothing over a million hits.
0: No. But what's funny is I do remember getting this first EP or I don't think it was a full album. It says album. Yeah. Yeah. So I I did have this album. So anyway. Wow. Why don't we just uh, do it, Dirty Jim? Just hit the first song. It's the most popular one.
2: Yeah, because I'm looking and I don't want to take a chance. And I do know Hold On To 18. I don't know it great, Mm -hmm. but I have heard this before. All right. So let's do it. Click on Hold On To 18. All right. So Hold On To 18. So right- Hollywood, can I interrupt you for one minute? (laughs) Go ahead. You always do. Just a couple (laughs) seconds. (laughs) So are you looking at the album cover right now? I am. (laughs) Was was Demi Moore in Black and Blue? <laughs> is that her on the far right? I'm looking and I'm like, I even have a magnifying glass because you know I'm on my iPad and yeah. I want to see these people close up. And I I have it even close up and I'm like, that is Demi Moore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dude it's so funny and it's so funny as i'm looking at the picture when you see tommy thayer uh, you know obviously today his hair is is colored black but he's blonde right. uh you know dirty blonde whatever permed hair and just like you said even the the lead singer his name is uh jamie st james uh <laughs> he looks like d snyder totally like d. he <laughs> looks just like
2: d <laughs> snyder
0: Oh my god. So, anyway, hold on to 18. Uh, yes, I totally remember this song. I did have this uh, album. Uh, this is their debut album from 1984. And this was their hit. This is a song that you saw on, on MTV, Headbangers Ball. It's not a thrasher, it's not a heavy rocker. But you know what? It's pleasant to listen to. <laughs> I do like it it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty decent 80s rock track. I do like that bridge where it broke down where it was just the chunking guitar <Greezled> So I do like that guitar uh the guitar solo by Tommy Thayer excellent job I really like uh, the the notes uh, the note selection that he chose there so hold on to 18 for me it's nostalgic because it brings me back to high school. I do remember owning the album. I do remember seeing it on, on MTV. And so for me, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it a a grade B prime cut because it is it was popular. And I think uh, people should hear it if they've never heard it.
2: All right. So for me, I also kind of like it. I would definitely go a little step down. I would give it a grade A deep cut. But I really liked the beginning with the building intro. Yeah, the first verse, like the vocals were a little lackadaisical. Like I'm like, wow, does he not want to be there? <laughs> but it was pretty good. Yeah, a little lazy. I, like, yeah, the first verse. Yeah. I mean, not to, you know, before the first chorus, everything before the first chorus, it was just kind of like there, but. I could tell that he had a little more in him, which he showed me after the first chorus. But the pre-chorus also had a little bit of cheese in it. And I like the chorus. The chorus is good, and you're right. It's nostalgic, and it does bring you back to high school. Uh, The verses, like I said, got a little better after that first chorus. It's a good enough song, but like I said at the beginning, I would only give it a grade A deep cut. But I still think that... When it comes on the playlist, you know, like we said, any song that goes on the playlist, hopefully you're gonna have a ton of good songs. And then this comes on and you're not gonna to totally hate us for it. So that's that's kind of how I look at the playlist. Now, every once in a while you're gonna click on that playlist and you're gonna be like, Wow, what are they thinking? You know, maybe you get four songs in a row where you're you're like, huh, that's interesting. But then it's gonna pick. You know, it's going to pick back up, but, you know, I think it's good enough to be on a playlist, but like I said, just a grade A deep cut. Hollywood, I don't think we need to go any further into black and blue. Okay. What do you think? You know what? I'm excited about the whole rabbit hole idea.
0: I don't mind checking out some other bands.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind getting out of black and blue because... uh, Let's just say because, and let's get down to the rabbit hole, and why don't you choose this next band? Okay, so I'm going down to uh, the next
0: band, so I'm scrolling down, guys, to uh, where it says, again, fans also like,
2: and let's see what I'm going to select. Man, you got a lot. This is probably the best selection I've seen so far. Wow! Look at this one. Ooh, come on. I know where you're going. I <laughs> do know you where know you're where going.
0: I'm going? I, I don't. I th- do. I think so. Okay, I know where I'm gonna go. I know where I'm Tell gonna go. Where going. <laughs> Tell me where you're gonna go. Oh, but here's the now. Here's our dilemma, guys. Because sometimes we look at some of these bands and we're like, oh, we may actually cover this band in a future episode. Right. And so, and that's what we're going to kind of discuss here because as I'm looking at all these bands, almost any one of these bands could be, let's say, on a triple band slam and be like the opening slot for a triple band slam. Let's see. I am going to go with, (laughs) let's see. Okay. I'm going to take it. Okay. So the next band we're going to click on is Bang Tango. All right. Let's go to Bang Tango. All right, here we go. Oh man, these are some good songs. <laughs> I don't know if you are You
2: know what? I don't Did you ever listen really to these guys? Oh, banked. I you know, I'm looking at the songs and I don't recognize any of them.
0: Okay. So, uh let's obviously we're going to go to the very first song. It's the the, the biggest hit. 1.6 uh, million streams on Spotify. So this first song that we're
2: going to hear is someone like you okay so someone like you from Bang Tango I've heard this song before I don't recognize any any of these uh uh song titles but I did hear this one before and I think I heard it on Sirius but it rocked it definitely rocked I think the song is instrumentally great I think the you know instrumentally through the whole thing this was a really good song. I think it was just vocally okay. I didn't like his lower register, but I really did like his higher register. Um, (laughs) The chorus to me, obviously the best part, which they definitely overused that chorus, but I thought that was the best part (laughs) of the song. And again, I mean, like I said, instrumentally fantastic, but I'm still only giving it a grade A deep cut. What'd you think?
0: Okay. So this was uh, the the lead single off of their debut album, which was Psycho Cafe. It was released May 29th, 1989. And that lead singer that you're talking about, Joe Leste, he... Interesting vocals. I remember when I first heard this when it was released. By this time already, here we are. Okay. It's 1989. Headbangers Ball is playing a bunch of different stuff. And Bang Tango was actually on there. So you would hear Bang Tango, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, but then they would mix in some Anthrax, a little bit of Metallica, throw in some Queensryche. Uh, but yeah, I heard Bang Tango for the first time. I believe it was on uh, Headbangers Ball, and then uh, hearing it a little bit on the radio. And that voice, when he starts off, super different. That lower register, I'm like, dude, this is a little odd. And then he gets yeah. into the his uh, high register for the, someone, was it someone just like you? And I'm like, oh, wow. you know what that reminded me of? Tamey Down from Faster Pussycat. There is L- I was
2: going to say uh, Blackie Lawless without the rasp. <laughs> he,
0: remind, <laughs> he reminded me a little bit of Tamey. And I'm I'm listening to the quality in his voice. I'm like, okay, there's a little bit of Tamey down in here. He got that raspiness, and a little bit of high pitched uh, that that Tammy does. Obviously, these guys don't have the 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 vocal chops of a of a Halford or a Jeff Tate or Ronnie James Dio. I mean, let's not get silly, there, Dirty Jim. <laughs> yeah, few do, few do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a actually a pretty cool song. I I like it. It's not a great song, but yeah, it is. It, I think it was one of those transition bands, songs, album. It was almost like alternative metal, if you want, because it's the end of the eighties. Metal right. is starting to change. Hair metal. It these guys were considered a hair metal band, but you listen to the music, yeah. But it's it's a little different. And when you hear the rest of the album, it's it has some really different songs in there. I mean, a little bit of funkiness going on. So for me, Psycho Cafe uh, with this uh, song, "Someone Like You," I believe it deserves to be on the playlist. If I were gonna label it, yeah, I would. I would go with Dirty Jim and say this is a grade A deep cut, but it's still making the playlist.
2: All right, how do you feel about moving down with Bang Tango, or do you want to keep going down the rabbit hole?
0: I am just fine going down the rabbit hole. Dirty Jim, let's continue.
2: <laughs> I agree. All right, so here we go. I'm going down. Fans also like, and it's my pick, and I am going to go with...
0: <laughs> Okay, I want to choose one.
2: <laughs> uh, you can't. Okay, go ahead. So, all right, man, this is tough because there's a bunch of bands here that I don't know a ton about. Right, right. But you know what? I'm gonna go with the one that I was gonna originally pick first. After we did um, zebra. Okay, I know which one you're going and with. Which one? You're gonna go with Hurricane. Click on it, my friend. <laughs> I knew
0: it. <laughs> do it. There okay. it is, Hurricane.
2: <laughs> okay. Do you know? Do you know much about Hurricane?
0: I don't know really anything about them. I know a little bit. I've heard of the band. And I've heard of this, their most
2: popular song, but that's it. So you've heard I'm On to You? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was their big song. Is it a, is it not a, it's not a ballad, right?
0: No, it's kind of a mid-tempo song. I mean, we can listen to it. I mean, has two, over two million streams on Spotify. That's their
2: hit. Yeah. I'm just afraid, like with a lot of these bands that I don't know, I'm afraid their ballad is going to be number one. And I don't want to have a, you know, a list full of ballads here. We only have one so far.
0: No, it's not a ballad. In fact, once you hear it, you're going to be like, "Oh, okay, I know this song." I think it's uh I think it's pretty decent, but let's get into it so we could at least hear it.
2: All right, let's do it. So, we're going to play right now "I'm On To You" by Hurricane.
0: Okay, so that was a song "I'm On To You" by the band Hurricane. So, uh, this song is actually off their second album called Over the Edge, which was released back in 1988. So, when you hear the song the the very beginning of the song i love the intro it it kind of uh, it pulled me in because i'm hearing these these guitars and the pick scrape down the down the guitar and i'm like and it's creating this anticipation for the song i'm like ooh this is going to be a really rocking song and when you hear it, i'm expecting to go into like this fast or maybe i'm just hoping it was going to go into that <laughs> but obviously, I I I do know this song. I've heard this before, so I know where it was going. And it actually ends up going into kind of this mid-tempo rock and track. And uh, as soon as you guys hear this, you know if you're uh, a fan of you know glam metal or hair metal late 80s metal there's a certain sound that was going on at that time this is that sound so it's not radically different from a lot of bands at the time which is i th- i think kind of one of the things that just kind of when it came to 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 metal or hair metal or glam metal it just kind of destroyed the uh, the the genre there's a lot of just kind of cookie cutter style songs they started sounding the same. The only thing I hear different on this is... It, Kelly Hansen is the lead vocalist. This dude, he's an amazing vocalist. Now, it is you don't really hear as much on this song. But if you heard other songs by him, uh, he's really good. In fact, you guys may know him as the lead singer of Foreigner. He's been the lead singer of Foreigner for over 20 years. Since um, Lou Graham left the band. So... He's the one who's been touring. So if you guys have gone out and seen some of these these package tours with uh, Sticks and REO Speedwagon and Foreigner, the lead singer is this guy. It's Kelly Hansen. To me, uh, this song, even the the, the, the chorus, for me, kind of cheesy. Na, 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 na. I'm on to you. Na, 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 na. You you're see, doing what? it. You're doing oh, it.
2: I'm sorry. Friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're doing it. You you could take any song you want and make it cheesy. Anyway, you could make Slipknot sound like an '80s hairband. band.
0: Psychosocial, psychosocial. Na 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 Psychosocial. psychosocial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. But anyway, uh, this is. I think it is a, a good song for me. It's a deep cut. I would go ahead and put it as like maybe a grade A deep cut. Not my favorite of the '80s glam scene, but it's a decent enough song. I do like the guitar solo. It was a really good guitar solo. The guitar player actually is a uh, uh, Rudy Sarzo's brother. It's Robert Sarzo who's playing uh, guitar uh, on this album for the band. So anyway, uh, I'm saying it's a deep, uh, deep cut, grade A, and uh, Dirty Jim. What do you think?
2: I also love that intro, and to me, it sounded a little like Van Halen. Yeah. And just like you, I thought, wow, something good is on the way. And then they started up, and I said, I know this song. I knew it right away after that intro, and I'm like, oh, I know this song. And it is a little – it's got – it's not big-time cheese, but it's got a hint of fromage. (laughs) Yeah. And and as this guy's singing – I thought, man this guy sounds a little like foreigner yeah I said this guy sounds like Lou Graham I didn't realize that he's the singer for foreigner now yeah yeah he's been but he's been doing it for a while I also I I have a lot of the stuff that you have I have oh it's a mid-range rocker and <laughs> I put it as somewhere between a grade A and B deep cut I don't love it. If it was not on the playlist, I wouldn't miss it, but it definitely deserves to be on a playlist. I mean, this is obviously probably their best song, right? Yeah. Is that I mean, according to the list here, which I don't want to insult the band, but wow. You know, if this is your best song, wow. Yeah. But uh <laughs> it's good enough. You know, it's good enough to be on the playlist. I mean, we both gave it a deep cut, so obviously it makes the playlist. Do I love it? No. Yeah. Do I hate it? No. <laughs> no, I, I don't hate it. I just don't, I don't love it. Right. But, so we're going to throw it on the playlist. Let's, I, I'm I'm going to call this one right now. We're probably not going to track number two from Hurricane. <laughs> we're just going to keep going down the rabbit hole. We have six songs already, all making the playlist. I'll go over them at the end of the podcast here, but let's move down and it's your pick. Okay. So we're going down the rabbit hole on Hurricane. If you
0: scroll down, the fans also like. We're clicking there. And... Ooh. <laughs> Let's see. Who do we got here? Okay. A couple of these bands we've, uh, we've covered. Let's pick this up a little bit. We're going to get a little more rocking. And I'm picking the band... Keel. Oh, yeah, baby. Here we go.
2: Now we're at the rock. This, yeah, yeah. This one here cannot be a ballad. <laughs> so there. There's no way a song named Speed Demon is a ballad.
0: Okay, so their their most popular song, 1.8 million streams on Spotify, from Keel, is a song called Speed Demon, and
2: here it is. Alright, so Speed Demon from Keel. Now this song, Hollywood, obviously rocks. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's I think it's the mix. I don't think the mix is great because this guy definitely is in that same category as Kevin Dubrow and Blackie Lawless. They they sound almost identical in some spots. Like if he was doing uh, wasp live I would think that's Blackie lawless right but the mix of this album it's a little off like obviously they probably didn't have the money to kind of like trickster with their first album right they probably didn't have the money for a good mix so it's not a great mix I think things could have been brought up a little higher you know different things like that but the song rocks he's just sounds a little less polished than those other two I liked it I I liked it a lot. I think it deserves to be on a playlist. I actually think this one is borderline grade B prime cut. What do you think? All right. So with the uh, the right uh, with uh,
0: this song "Speed Demon," it came off of their second album, which is called "The Right to Rock," and this came out in 1985. And just like you said, you could tell already the production quality not that great. Now this. Uh, this album actually, the production quality is better than their first album, um, "Lay Down the Law." So I'm familiar with with Keel. I had uh, this album, uh, and I've heard stuff from their their debut album and a couple of others uh, as well. This one is actually produced by uh, by Gene Simmons. So Gene Simmons, he delved into you know production and you know managing bands and stuff like that in the, in the '80s, and this was one of his bands was was Keel. Now, the lead singer, his name is Ron Keel. Now, some of you guys out there, let's say maybe living in uh, the southern United States, uh, may not have known of this band. You may know him as Ronnie Lee Keel, the country western star, because he went country. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, he's a country dude, just like uh, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. It seems... It seems like right here he's a little bit rock and roll. Oh, dude, he's full on metal here. This is <laughs> this this is like American power glam power metal. It's not I don't think it's necessary glam. It doesn't have that sound. It's heavier. It's more it's raw and this guitar player, I love this guitar player. His name is Mark Ferrari. Really excellent guitar player. I mean, this was a uh, uh an upbeat fast ripper of a song great solo uh you guys may know uh Mark Ferrari if you're familiar with the uh, the um uh the movie Wayne's World there was a backing band for Cassandra remember Cassandra and in her band oh, she had a guitar player who had half blonde hair half black hair that guitar player that's Mark Ferrari from from Kiel and uh, excellent guitar player. I like the song. It's not a great song, but man, I enjoyed it. It. I. I don't know, Dirty Jim, If you heard me, I was actually laughing during the song because sometimes I'm listening to the song. I'm like, "Speed demon, speed demon." And I'm like,
2: <laughs> "I didn't know what you were doing." I'm like, "What is he doing?" Dude, I'm sorry. Does he even know that I could hear him? I
0: know. I was laughing because I. It's. I don't want to say it's comical, but it's funny but not in a bad way. It's funny in a good way. And I dig the song Speed Demon. To me, it definitely deserves to be on the playlist. If you guys don't like it, you can just skip it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think since this was my pick, I'm going to go and we're going to do one more song. And it's probably a song you guys are familiar with. It's a song that was actually on MTV. It's more anthemic. And uh, it's probably a little more mid-tempo. Maybe more the speed, quote-unquote speed, for Dirty Jim. And it's the second song on the list, and it's called The Right to Rock. All right, so The Right to Rock. So as you heard the song, as we heard the song, this song was on MTV. It was a, a video that we heard back then. And wow, this is just one of those... 80s, again, power, hair, metal kind of uh, anthems, but in a grittier, rockin' way. The guitars, this is not polished. Uh, The vocals, again, yeah, I I agree with Dirty Jim. You're hearing stuff like uh, Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot. You're hearing um, uh, Wasp. You're hearing uh, just this gravelly grit. But then he has this this high-pitched scream that's... It's crazy. And I love the 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 chorus. Uh, it's something that you can easily sing along to. It has uh, uh, the hook there. And I remember watching this video on MTV. And there's this little kid that's uh, on MTV. He's got long hair, maybe about 14 years old. He's walking down the street. He's got a boombox on his shoulder. Two guys pull up to the sidewalk, and they're dressed kind of like... Uh, the Blues Brothers, you know that you know black suits, white shirt, black ties, and sunglasses and hats. So they they approach the kid, they smack his boombox down to the uh, down to the ground, and he's you know looking up at them. And then it goes into this like performance video of of, of the band Keel on stage, and it's just fun party metal from the eighties. If you If you've ever seen like a a, a TV commercial or a TV show make fun of 80s glam metal, this is the song you'd probably hear. It's one of those songs you could just totally make fun of. I don't care. I dig it. It's making the playlist. (laughs) What do you think?
2: I totally agree with you. You could totally make fun of this song. And when you chose it, I'm looking at the title and I'm like, the right to rock immediately when i see a song that has rock in it i'm thinking eh, here we go <laughs> i know <laughs> you know you got when dio um we rock we rock you know, with dio yeah. totally different you right. know if dio's singing rock it's totally different <laughs> even d snider singing rock it's totally different but i looked at this title and i'm thinking am i in for some cheese here And I am. I mean, you gave me a a healthy course of cheese. I did. You gave me all different kinds. It wasn't just one cheese. You gave me a cheese, and it wasn't good cheese. I did not like... I thought the music, it was heavy, just like you said. It was heavy. The music was good. The vocals were good. The song was not. I did not like it. I. This, to me... Like you said, it's a parody. It's it's what you would use as something if you're making fun of this genre of music. Right. I did not like it. <laughs> I don't think it's fun. It's not a fun song. It's a little ridiculous to me. I I would not even have given it a grade B deep cut. I would give this this is this is cold as ice. I do oh my not god, like it. wow. I I don't like it. And I don't like the five girls here that I'm looking at. I, I right now I don't even want to look at them. <laughs> I I hated you for making me listen to Slipknot. I hate you for making me listen <laughs> to this uh to this song.
0: Yeah, I, I completely disagree with with Dirty Jim. To me, this is a grade B prime cut. It rocks, it's cheesy. And I don't care that it's cheesy. It's awesome. So there we go. How can you say grade B prime? Dude, it's grade B because like, I'm listening to the guitars. This is guitar heavy. I love this. I love that sound. Da da, 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 It sounds so cool. And then when it gets to the chorus, I think it's anthemic. I think it's one of those, you know, the uh, the right to rock. I, I know you don't like those kind of songs for the most part, but to me, it's nostalgic. I dig it, and uh, it's one of those songs that I'd like to hear on
2: the playlist. I was I'm I was waiting for him to go into they want to fight for their right to party. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm like I'm like. I thought you were laughing at it because I heard what you were doing over yeah. there, you know, because I could hear you the whole time. And I'm thinking, I think he's laughing at this because right now I'm disgusted with nah. <laughs> it. But so I guess if you gave it a grade uh, B prime, I guess it stays. I think it's disgusting. I'm going to skip it when it comes on. <laughs> but there we go. We And I thought what you were doing there, I thought you got so tired of all the yeses here for, for the top seven songs. I thought you chose this song just for one. No. Ah, uh, that's so funny. No, yeah, I, I I chose it. But
0: anyway, I think that's enough of Keel. Why don't we move down the rabbit hole, Dirty Jim? It's your turn. Thank
2: God, I gotta get. I can't get out of this hole, or I can't get deeper into this hole fast enough. <laughs> so here we go. We did them. We did them. I'm going down the list here. Oh, I think I know where I'm going. Okay.
0: There's one band I'm seeing. I'm like,
2: please choose this one. Please choose this one. You know where I'm going to go? Cause I don't know much from these guys here. I'm going to go to King Cobra.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know these guys. You know what though? But like when we went to Kiel, I I didn't hear, I I heard Speed Demon before. Mm I don't remember hearing "The Right to Rock." Oh, really? And maybe if I did, maybe I just maybe I just blocked it out. You don't re- you don't remember it on uh, Headbangers Ball? I didn't really watch Headbangers Ball. Oh, uh, okay. I know you watched it all the time, yeah. but I really didn't watch a ton of MTV. Oh, I did, man. I was addicted. I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't watch a ton of MTV, and I definitely didn't watch a ton of um, Headbangers Ball. I don't know what I was watching instead. I guess I'd have to go back and look at the TV guide. I'm not sure. Dude, I uh... I
0: remember though, when we were partying at John's house and whenever he had like bigger parties where it just wasn't, you know, the core group of us, like, you know, five, six or seven of us that would hang out in the basement when there were bigger parties and there were people upstairs and downstairs. If it was a Saturday night party, I was always up in his uh, living room where the TV was once it got to midnight, I was watching Headbangers Ball, and there was only like two or three people that were like coming in and out of the room, and I was stuck there. I had my beer with me, and I would only leave the room to go down and either get a beer, fill up the beer from the keg, and I would come right back upstairs uh, and and watch Headbangers Ball at John's house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember ever watching Headbangers Ball at John's. House. Oh, I did
0: it all the time.
2: <laughs> well. I'm on the King Cobra page. Let's do it. And I see a song here that has like 7 million more hits than the number two song. Oh my God. This one here has 8,113,700 hits. Wow. This, How can this song not be great? Okay. it's And I hope when I hear it, I
0: recognize it. But from the title, I don't recognize it from the title. So go ahead and introduce it.
2: Do you think it's a... Do you think that they covered Black Sabbath song from the last <laughs> Ozzy album I don't know. before he left and formed his own band? It's a song called uh, Iron Eagle, and in parentheses, Never Say Die. Okay, so the song Iron Eagle. Oh, Dirty Jim. I, I think we got our first fluff cut. <laughs> well, I think we found one, although I think the last one should have been here, too. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about it. Oh. King Cobra, Iron oh Eagle, Never Say Die.
0: This song is cheesy '80s. It's it's out there. It's like the production. Anything that you think of the '80s as far as like keyboards and rock guitar and uh uh you know catchy kind of a uh or they try to have a catchy chorus. This is that song. And we just figured out, it was like, <laughs> oh, this was on the, the the soundtrack for the movie Iron Eagle, which was released back in, well, I looked it up, it was in 1986, I think it, it came out. But anyway, yeah, uh, I, I know I've heard King Cobra, some other songs. They definitely have some heavier songs, but still kind of in this vein. Uh, that lead singer, um, uh, his name used to be Mark Free. He actually, I do remember the whole... A uh, controversy re- re- revolving around him. I don't know if you remember that the controversy of him. He's his now name is Marcy Free, so he became.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's a, a transgender, and but he did it like okay. a long time ago when you know wasn't normalized as as much as it is today, but uh, so it was right. it was definitely controversial when when he did went from Mark to Marcy and had the change, but uh, one thing I can say is. He is—he's got a, a high-pitched voice. He's got some—he's got some vocals on him, but man, is there cheese and cheese and more cheese all over the song. The keyboards are so sappy, sappy keyboards. It's—I—I. I, I, how many cavities do I got in my mouth right now, Dirty Jim? Just from listening to the song. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's it. I—I'm definitely giving this one a fluff cut. Off to the fluffy wasteland you go. Clear. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. It's just a really bad song.
2: Ah! Dirty Jim, what do you think? Who does Who does this sound like? Whenever I saw King Cobra, I, I'm not very familiar with King Cobra, but whenever I saw King Cobra, I'm thinking Rock. <laughs> this This name just sounds like rock. And then I see Iron Eagle never say die, and I'm like, all right, you know Iron Eagle. I could see a a pretty good chorus coming from this. Nope, that's not true. But who does it? Who does it sound like to you? You know what? I don't know. It just sounds very poppy. It's pop. Yeah.
0: It's pop, new wave, rock, uh, mixed with what they're trying to think is hard rock, heavy metal. But it's it's not. It's just pop, hard rock, glam. It's it's way too polished, and the keyboards, oh, date it to- Oh, it's
2: horrible. It's so bad. So bad. This is like, it's like cheesy journey. Like, it's there, really there bad, you go. cheesy, poppy journey. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, like, the movie, the movie was actually, it's a- you know, it's probably a far-fetched movie, but I thought the movie was pretty good. That was with Louis Gossett Jr. and I don't remember the kid's name, but he went to save his father. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember, he went to save his father in uh in the jet, and he stole the plane, and then Louis Gossett Jr. gets in the plane. And he go he goes and helps him, and they go rescue his father who's being held as hostage in some other country or, or something like that. Yeah, I don't
0: remember but. it that much. I do remember kind of seeing it. Obviously, I, I do remember Lewis Gossett Jr. He's the one that I
2: remember. But anyway, this here, like this Iron Eagle song could be in so many movies. I mean, it could be like uh, Rocky 47, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Rocky 47. This This song here could be where Rocky's doing his big training thing. And I guarantee you that people watch this movie and they're like, oh, what is this song? And at the time, they probably thought it was really cool. By the time they got to King Cobra, they realized they were mistaken. And they probably said, you know what? Let me try the second song. That's why it has one million hits. And then most of the people probably left the rabbit hole oh, yeah. and didn't continue down. Look, you know, look because look how little,
0: look the, yeah. the, the amount of streams... It just dramatically dropped off.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. I but think it's a I'm sign. Say, I think it's a sign. <laughs> yeah, it's a sign that we need to go one step further down the rabbit hole because we're on our last song of the night, and I believe this is your pick. All right. So let's go down to the fans also like and make this one count. I think I know where you're going. Here we go. Let me look at the list. Ooh.
0: Oh, you know what? I, I Here's one we're never, ever going to cover, but this band has one song I remember, and it was pretty decent. I'm going with a band called Soraya.
2: Really? I You know, I saw them, and I'm like, I don't know who these guys are. Let's click on it. And... Which song are we going with? We're going
0: to go with the the number two song that's on the list, and that song from Soraya is called Love Has Taken Its Toll. All
2: right, so we're doing Soraya, Love Has Taken Its Toll, and I've heard this song before. I don't, I don't remember ever hearing the band name, but man, that intro, it was very Bon Jovi-ish, and I loved it. And... This whole song was just loaded. It it really was kind of a, a bluesy, medium rocker, and just so much attitude throughout the whole song. I don't know if you ever heard of... I don't know... Have you ever heard of Lisa Geyer? No, it doesn't ring a bell. This girl here sounds just like Lisa Geyer. Everything about her sounds like her... I saw her, uh, I think it was called the Red Door in Watertown. Um, You probably don't really remember because you haven't been in Connecticut for years. But there was this bar in Watertown called the Red Door. And downstairs they used to have bands. I think they had them upstairs too. But one night we were out at the Red Door and this band was there. I don't even remember who I was with. And it was this girl and she was playing guitar. She had a band behind her. And she was kind of rocky, bluesy. She was fantastic. I could not stop listening. I listened all night long. She was freaking great. She also played I don't think it was on Godsmack album, but she played with Sully Erna and did some uh some work with him. Hmm. But it, I have her first album. It's called uh either Gypsy Soul or Gypsy Girl. What a great album. She she sounds just like this girl. But I really like this song. Was this back in the late eighties or early nineties? Had to be had to be early nineties okay. that I was at this bar. Right. Maybe. Or I actually just looked it up. The album Gypsy Girl. What did I say it was? Did I say Gypsy Soul or Gypsy Girl? Something so like it's that. Gypsy Girl. <laughs> yeah. And it came out in nineteen ninety seven. So it was actually mid to late nineties. Okay. But you got to listen to the album. It's actually really good, and it sounds just like these guys. Wow, and, and girls, but uh, or is it just guy guys and girls? <laughs> it's all but, all uh, guys and one it. girl. <laughs> I would actually give this a grade A prime cut. What do you think? Okay, with the uh,
0: Soraya, love has taken its toll. I I heard this song when it came out on the radio. It was released back in nineteen eighty nine on her album. Let's see. What was the album called? It was just, yeah, it was a self-titled album just called Soraya. And the lead singer, her name is Sandy Soraya. And Dirty Jim, you said something in your wrap up there. And I'm going to read a few things here. And you're going to be like, I knew it. And it says, Soraya was an American hard rock band based in New Jersey. (laughs) And Soraya released her self-titled debut at Polygram Records 89. Executives at Polygram hope to develop Sandy Soraya into a sex symbol, making her the next Bon Jovi.
2: <laughs> that intro, that intro sounds a lot like totally Bon Jovi.
0: Totally Bon Jovi-esque. That intro. Right. And the rest of the song definitely had elements of Bon Jovi. There were some really cool stuff going on in that song. I yes. love the bridge. Oh, it's so good. It's the, the breakdown there. And then, you know, when she goes into the high register, touch you again! And the guitars go... And I'm like, whoa, it's so good. And uh, anyway, to me, I really dig this song. I'm agreeing with Dirty Jim. To me, this is a grade A prime cut. And I, I think out of all of our songs... This may be the only one we gave a both gave a grade A prime cut, right Dirty Jim?
2: Yeah, and I as you're saying this, I'm looking through the list and this is my favorite song of the night. Oh, right, dude, we ended on 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 a high note. <laughs> yeah, this was not planned. I mean, none of this was planned. Dude, this was awesome just to be able to
0: just kind of discover some music going down this rabbit hole. Man, I, I hope you guys enjoy kind of what we're doing here because this is our first time doing this style of an episode and just kind of discovering music. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff we actually kind of heard of, but to listen to a couple new songs, Dirty Jim may have not have heard of some stuff. I haven't heard of certain stuff. And wow,
2: I thought this was a really cool episode. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, you know, it just hit me like... uh this is what we are listening to these songs so you don't have to. It just hit me. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> but uh, Where'd that come from? <laughs> maybe we should use that as a caption. We should use that as a caption maybe at the beginning of the maybe show. Maybe like a tagline for the show, yeah. So you don't have to. But we went through 10 songs, which we're going to do for every one of these rabbit hole episodes. We're going to do 10 songs. And out of those 10 songs nine of those songs are making the playlist, which is pretty good.
0: Yeah, that was actually a a pretty good list. And I'm happy to add the songs that we're going to add. And as we go into other episodes of The Rabbit Hole, we're going to be doing this every other episode. We're going to be coming up with uh, some bands that are actually going to end up being on other episodes, meaning, let's say, on um, an odd couple or on a triple band slam. We may discover bands that we may like and we're gonna say, you know what, we gotta discuss we gotta review them more and listen to more of their songs. So uh I think this is gonna be really cool. So,
2: Dirty Jim, that does it for our first edition of the Rockin' Rabbit Hole. I don't think you could possibly say that we're discovering bands. Well, because you know, <laughs> what was this, 19, 1989 or something? I doubt that we could say, hey, I discovered this new band, you know. Well, you know what? Here's should I sh- here's the
0: thing though, Dirty Jim. Back in the 80s and even the 90s, there was no internet and you couldn't just right. go on and uh, stream music. You only he- really heard music on the radio. Or if you went to a record store, you it's it's not like you could really sample records at that time. It's just like you looked at the album covers, the cassette covers, whatever, and it was Russian roulette. It was a crapshoot. Sometimes you'd pick up an album, right. you'd think oh man, cool album cover. You look at the back, oh, good artwork. You look through some of the titles of the songs, hoping that it's going to be some rock, some metal, and you took a chance on certain albums. Sometimes it panned out, sometimes it didn't. So we didn't spend a whole ton of money on just discovering music. It's just, you know, now we can actually go back and do that now. And that's what, you know, hopefully you guys are going to enjoy the ride with us because- I'm positive. There's a bunch of people out there, too, that may not have heard of some of these bands. Um, uh, maybe some of these songs that that we played were, you know, popular songs. It'll be more of a nostalgic type of episode. But anyway,
2: I dug it. Should I go down the list of the songs that are coming to the playlist and the one that's not? Let's do it all right. So we started out with zebra. Tell me what you want and that is coming to the playlist. i'll I'll just let you know which one is not coming to the playlist, and that would be King Cobra. Iron Eagle, Never Say Die. Thank God. That one is not going to be on a playlist. Don't even go listen to it to see how bad it is. <laughs> but here's the rest of the songs that are coming to the playlist. We have two from Vandenberg, and that is Burning Heart and Freight Train. We have one from Black and Blue, Hold On to 18. One from Bang Tango, Someone Like You. One from Hurricane, I'm On to You. We got two from Keel, Speed Demon and The Right to Rock, although I don't totally agree with that one. (laughs) And then the last song we have, which was what we considered our best song of the night, song by Soraya, Love Has Taken Its Toll. And that now concludes the episode.
0: Okay, Dirty Jim. So why don't you just go ahead and mention our companion episode as well as what amazing music we're going to be reviewing next time.
2: All right. If you haven't heard it yet, go on over and listen to the album swap episode where I will introduce Disturbs the Sickness from March 7, 2000 to Hollywood, and Hollywood will be bringing Slipknot's all... That sounds weird whenever I say Slipknot's, but he'll be bringing the Slipknot album All Hope is Gone. See, that even sounds weird because you hate when I put the in front of the name. (laughs) So, anyway, Slipknot has an album called All Hope is Gone from 2008. Hollywood's bringing that one along. And in a couple weeks, you're going to be able to hear another rock and rabbit hole. And this time, we're going to the other side. We're not going to our 80s spandex hair metal bands. We're going to go to the other side, which covers anything from the 60s till present day. Another rock and rabbit hole. And then we're going to have a Battle of the Titans. And that's going to be a big one. It's Judas Priest, Defenders of the Faith from 1984. And Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast from 1982.
0: All right, guys, so go ahead and hit the follow button on Spotify. That way you can be notified when new double episodes are released on the 1st and the 15th of the month. Also, if you'd like to send us an email with some comments or suggestions, send it to getthefluffoutpodcast at gmail.com. And feel free to comment on our social media channels there on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or by finding us at getthefluffoutpodcast. Or you can just go directly to our website, www. Dot get the fluff out podcast.com.
2: All right, and we get a lot of our sound effects from a site called zapsplat.com, and in our intro, we use two loops from a site called looperman.com, and the first is a drum loop from HP Records called Vintage Kit 2, and the second is a guitar loop from GeoMoon called Groovy Rock Guitars Loop Riff. <laughs>
0: And our outro music that you're hearing right about now is called "Elijah Fields by our band, Forced Entry. That's the Forced Entry from Connecticut back in 1988. Copywritten by Hollywood and Dirty Jim. And so we want to thank everyone for carving out some time in your busy schedule to listen to the Get the Fluff Out podcast and to get a little Gen X nostalgic with us. So with that being said, Dirty Jim, we just got the fluff out. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) video <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>